I mean, what's going on, guys? Welcome to the Botanista Morning Show. That's right. I am now a morning show host. It's about 6 o'clock in the morning as I am recording this. I'm just on that new year, new me shit, whatever people say, by myself recording because I am, in fact, not only an independent woman, but a morning person, people. You should know that by now, but maybe you don't. I am a self-proclaimed morning person. I live it. I own it. It's really when I thrive. If you ask me to do something at maybe even 7 o'clock at night, I'm hesitant. And I don't mean social things, but I mean things that require a lot of brain power, brain use. It's just not for me. I tire out. I'm not up for it. And with that, with that morning person, go-getter attitude that I have, I would also like to admit that I am 100% a procrastinator on certain things. I use the excuse that if I get up early, I'm better, I'm more well-rested, I'm ready to go, and I'd rather get it done then. So it could be part excuse, it could be part truth, but either way, we're here recording a brand new episode, the first of 2020. New year, new me means that I am producing, I guess, filming this by myself. Um, I hope it's working, I can't really tell. But I see some levels. I see some sound levels. I see my little uh, setup here in front of me. Two cameras because I'm impressive like that, you know. But hopefully most of you guys are listening because if you're listening, you don't see me in my new Christmas robe. Some might think that's a treat. I don't mind my robe. I had a brown Christmas, I said. I wanted everything to be brown, neutral tones. I talked about that last week. But um, that's what I'm into this year. And this brown robe is just following right along the lines of that SNL skit about all the great Christmas gifts everybody got. And then what did mom get? Mom got a robe. They got autographed baseball cards. They got drones. Mom got a robe. As we know, I'm a mom. And that's how we'll start the show today is just a quick little recap. I want to be like The Bachelor. I don't watch The Bachelor, but I want to be like The Bachelor, right? On the last episode. So on the last episode of the Buttonista podcast, I was homeless. Now I'm not. You can't really tell by my backdrop here. My windows look dirty. That's just the trees, I promise you. On the last episode of the Botanista podcast, I was homeless. I was temporarily kicked out of my house here in Saratoga for about three weeks. There was some gross stuff going on underneath the house with no basement, no access. And probably two days after I posted that podcast and talked about what was going on at my house in Saratoga, I get a text from the landlord that's quite cheery. It says, you can come back now. They fixed it. The big fix, the big dig here will be in the spring when the city has to replace some pipes. And I didn't respond. I played it cool. I was out of town. And I was like, all right, let me think about this. You know, I just said a lot of things on that show. I've said a lot of things in conversation with friends and family. Do I go back? Is it safe? Are we good to go? But honestly, when I came back to this house, And all I knew was that I had to clean up my Christmas tree and all the pine needles that I never got to see. And in the weeks that I couldn't be here, I would pop in to get clothes and it would feel so cold. It would feel like it wasn't even my house anymore because I was so upset, ruined my holiday spirit. And then when I walked back in that day on a mission to clean up every single needle, use my favorite little Dyson all around the floors, I just felt like I'm home. I'm ready to start the new year. In my home, it has to be a blessing that 2021 could start off in a nice positive way like that. So right now, I'm just rolling with it. I feel happy to be back and cleaned up. 
and it actually made the pain of getting rid of all of your holiday decorations a little bit nicer because I was just so happy to be here that I didn't feel those empty spots and holes that you feel when you get rid of everything and you're like, what would replace such a beautiful tall tree? I don't have that problem. However, I might have another problem in the spring, depending on how big that project is, but we're going to roll with it. We're going to hope things are really off to the good start that we want them to be on. And uh, I knew I owed you guys an update because I talked about it last week and all of a sudden I'm here on my favorite couch. All right, next up, Jack and I started a 365-day bet that I would post to the Botanista on Instagram every single day. If you've been following, you know I am 4 for 4. He is patronizing me by commenting every single day and letting me know that I've checked that box off. If Jack's listening, which he is because he's going to put this together, and you guys know, Instagram pops off at certain times a day. So if I haven't posted by 9 a.m., noon, 1 o'clock, just know I have all day. For me, I know 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock is a big time if I'm awake that late. So just know that there's a very good chance I might just hold some good content until later in the day. But I fully commit to this 365 bet, one post per day on the Buttonista, and uh, I'm just going to go for it. So those are my two updates from last week. I know you guys are awesome at responding. I got some good comments about my Apple Watch and about how to kind of start taking my own selfies and pictures to hit that 365 number. And while we're at it, while we're talking Instagram, I have a couple Instagram trends that you've all seen. And I don't know how many influencers you follow, right? I follow, I guess, a lot. I follow a lot of cool local girls, fashionistas, people in business, people doing their own thing, artists, designers, cookie makers. You know, I I got all the girls on my feed. And two of the things that I saw were very popular on Instagram from anybody to Chrissy Teigen to, you know, the local gals that I'm talking about. We did two big things at the end of the year and now the beginning of this year. We did obviously the 2020 year recap where everybody posted a picture, a couple memories from each month of the year. I get it because we say at Two Buttons Deep, this year is a time capsule and anything that we did, sorry, last year now, uh, anything that we did we're going to have to look back on and go, holy shit, remember when we did everything virtual? Remember when we did this? All these cliches, unprecedented, social distancing, blah, blah, blah. Those are our time capsule pieces that we're going to remember someday. I'm with it. Second Instagram trend, though, was this ask me a question where you just basically pop open that little question gif or whatever on Instagram. People can ask you questions. You respond and then put a picture in the background that relates to whatever you're talking about. Now, these seem to be very popular, like very popular, like everybody's doing it. Everybody who has, you know, a following, who has something interesting, consistent that they update people with and talk about, and the the 2020 recap, fine. Anybody does that. Anybody can do that. That's fine. But I struggle as the buttonista, and maybe this is something that, you know, a few nice people will comment, some of them will like, slap me in either direction. When I see these things from other people posted, I definitely consume them. I definitely like read them, watch them, kind of click through the whole thing. And I always get something out of it. I think it's interesting. I participate if there's a poll. But for some reason in the back of my head, I just think, who cares? Like who cares? And that is what prevents me personally from taking the time 
out of my day to see what people want to know or assume that people want to see certain things. And then I end up missing these big trends and I kick myself later because I'm like, wow, if people follow me and people are interested in my life, which apparently they are, maybe I should be posting this stuff. Maybe I should take the time out of my day to like surface old pictures, you know, but then there's so many um, like the the devil's advocate in me or that's not even the right word is like, you know, we all know. Like, every time you post a throwback from the summer, you just want people to know that you're tan. I made fun of that the other day. Anytime you post old travel pictures, you just want people to know that you've gotten on, a, you know, a European flight and spent a couple weeks abroad. We know. We know that you were front row at Justin Timberlake. We saw it when it happened. So I'm never a really big later gram person, but I can hear my little puppy barking upstairs. I hope this microphone does not pick it up. I also hope this microphone is recording while we're at it. Let's just take a look. Uh, and make sure. Oh, it looks like it is. Wonderful news. Anyway, so I'm I'm just not sure if those are for me. I try to keep it real. I'm obviously sitting here in my uh, my robe, my towel, which is very uncomfortable, by the way. So anybody that's listening, if you're interested, if you want me to hop on the trend, let me know. If you think enough people are posting what they're doing, what they're eating, what their favorite memory was, you know, what their biggest challenge is, let me know. I'm not totally opposed to talking about challenges, things going on. You know, I just kind of share things in real time, but I don't like to get too deep with it because I feel like a lot of deepness. And maybe this year there won't be so much of that. But you just let me know what you're thinking. If you're listening, I am interested. Last trend, I forgot there were three. Selling clothes on Instagram. I personally am a fan. I love to see what's in people's closets, for sure. I love to see the brands people are wearing, the stuff that they maybe did retail therapy one day too hard and regretted it later because that's usually the case where I need to, you know, rid things from my closet because I just bought it and regret it. So I've seen a lot of people also kicking off, you know, the new year with some clothes sales on Instagram. It's a little difficult to arrange the pickup. I never got into Poshmark because the shipping was just way too much. You know, you have to print the label. Who has a printer? It's 2021. You have to be responsible for shipping it out in a timely manner. You have to find the box, package it up. It was a lot of work for like what? They take 20% cut. On Instagram, it's direct. You're giving it to somebody that you know will appreciate the clothing, the items, and, you know, arranging a quick pickup with COVID times. I don't know how that works. But if you are interested in that as well, or what your thoughts are on that, I'm curious to hear those because I'm down. I have a lot of clothes that I don't need to wear. Excuse me, I need to take a hydration break. It is uh, 6 o'clock in the morning. I don't know if this microphone picked up any ASMR, but if it did, you're welcome. So a couple different Instagram trends that I'm seeing that I just want to get thoughts on and, you know, kind of talk out loud because uh, that's what my boyfriend always says. If I say something really stupid, if I'm being sassy, annoying, or honestly just like a little blonde, he's like, say it out loud. Say it out loud. So me saying it out loud I'm kind of turning a corner on a couple things here, but I definitely have some clothes to sell. This isn't really the time of year where I go through my closet. We know we do the big switch in the fall and the spring, but maybe as the spring approaches, I'll start to 
to resurface some items that could go out to other buttonistas out there if you are in uh, in market for some lightly used threads. Next up, we have the week in pop culture, something I only get to do when my friend Jack is not sitting here in the back. I want to talk about, again, three important things that I've seen on social media this week that are perplexing, interesting, and all around exciting, one of them anyway. So first up, Harry Styles' new music video. Girls, I know you've seen it. I know you've seen Harry Styles in a dress to close out 2020 with Vogue. People were floored, right? He has this gender fluid, is he hot, is he feminine, what's going on with that watermelon sugar song, it's very sexy vibe. I like it. I like watermelon sugar. His performance on Saturday Night Live as they host, I can't remember if he performed. Oh, he obviously did. He must have. Uh, This was in 20, oh God, who knows? I think it was 2020. It might have been 2019. It was probably 2019. His SNL performance was one of my favorites. That made me kind of fall in love with Harry Styles' post-boy band One Direction. And his new music video, though, it's black and white. It's called Treat People With Kindness. And it's him and that Phoebe Waller-Bridges, who is from a bunch of shows on Amazon. She seems like a A++, like, triple threat talent. She writes, she stars, she's apparently now in music videos, and it's all black and white, like I said. It's kind of like a show tunesy, like dancey vibe. And yesterday when I was watching the Today Show and morning TV, everybody was talking about it. Everybody talks about Harry Styles. Everybody just drops their panties, drops their phone, drops everything they're doing to listen and talk about Harry Styles content. I will say though, hot take, the music video just freaked me out. I wasn't into it. I don't know if it was the black and white, it was like less visually stimulating. We're used to seeing him in like the bright colors. Maybe there's a metaphor, a message there. But I just felt like it was a little not with the times. I get the vibe. I get the message. Treat people with kindness. I don't even think I heard that in the song. It was wishy-washy, I will say. For a Harry Styles music video coming off the high of the watermelon sugar high, it just didn't do it for me. However, as you know, quickly unfolding after the debut of this music video, the news broke that Harry Styles and Olivia Wilde are dating? A what? News to me. Thought she was with Jason Sudeikis. They were like an OG kind of great couple, both like very hot, attractive in their own ways. They had like a... um. Kristen Bell and Dax Shepard vibe, I think, just couple-wise. They seemed fun. They seemed good together. Like, they did some cute little back-and-forth banters on late-night TV or different appearances on shows and movies. I just liked what they had going on. Obviously, I didn't like it that much because I didn't know that they broke up at the beginning of last year. And now, Olivia Wilde was directing a piece that Harry Styles was in. Uh, It's a new movie, I guess, coming out. I read a little bit, but there were a lot of titles, a lot of things swinging back and forth. And I couldn't pay attention to any of that because now they're holding hands. They're staying in hotels together. They're wearing masks together, getting caught by the paparazzi together. I didn't even check the age difference because I'm not going to let that sway my, you know, opinion on how I feel about them dating. But I always say I'm a huge fan of the Olivia's. 
No one is more symmetrical than the Olivias. Well, who are the Olivias? The Olivias to me are Olivia Wilde, Olivia Culpo, and Olivia Munn. I'm sure there's other hot Olivias out there. My local girl, Olivia, she's quite hot, actually. Olivia Jordan, shout out, love you, girl. But those three Olivias are probably three of the most naturally beautiful. Ooh, Olivia Culpo, I don't know. She probably is naturally beautiful. But Olivia Munn and Olivia Wilde, I think, are just natural beauties, absolute stunners. So if you get her, Olivia Wilde, in a room with Harry Styles, directing, maybe there's some steamy scenes, they're getting to know each other. I read a quote that said she was absolutely jazzed to find out that Harry Styles wanted to be in this piece that she was involved in and directing. So was she foreshadowing? Was she trying to set herself up? Is that something that celebrities do? I think people get asked that all the time. It's like, can you like work your way into circles and relationships? Like Mindy Kaling dated the hottest guys on the Mindy Project, you know? Did she just want to, you know, French some of those guys? Did she want to make out with some hot celebs like Jake from One Tree Hill? Um, there was a lot of good ones in there. I don't, the guy from Workaholics. She made out with a lot of hot guys on that show. Christmasina even. Short King. Very cute. Anyway, did Olivia Wilde put herself in a situation where she would have the attention of Harry Styles? And did that spark the chemistry to make them date? If so, you go girl. And honestly, let's be honest with ourselves. Whether he wears a dress or not, whether he dabbles in skirts and paints his nails, if you had a chance to date Harry Styles, you might. You might have to take the opportunity. People want to know what's under that skirt. People want to know, will he get a pedicure with you? I mean, most guys will probably do that. But... I'm just saying, it's been a year off the breakup of Jason Sudeikis. He can move on. He could date kind of your regular gal. Not regular gal, but you know what I mean. Haven't seen him in a movie in a hot minute. Harry Styles, so hot right now. Olivia, always hot. So hot right now. I'm going to go ahead and say I support the celebrity couple to kick off the year with just a little fun, steamy, forget it's a pandemic going on, celebrity gossip. Jack would be just rolling over right now if we had to talk about this. That's why I love being my own host. That's why I love answering my own questions. That's why I love being a morning person because this stuff, it does. It gets me fired up. Last piece of celebrity news. This is a little bit more of a PSA, something I haven't gotten into myself yet. Did you know Chip and Joanna are back, baby? We are starting the year off so strong, not just with this, not just with all this news, but Chip and Joanna, you kidding me? She launched Magnolia Table on the Food Network on Sunday. If there are a celebrity couple out there, speaking of, that knows business, my God, move over, Kardashians. Chip and Joe are the most wholesome, strategic, probably stone-cold business people in the biz right now. When they left Fixer Upper a few years ago, I wrote a blog about it. I was very sad. Felt like a part of me would be missing, you know, with my mindless daytime TV, evening TV, early morning TV, what have you. I was like, where are these guys going to go? Are they really going to retire to family life after Fixer Upper, after their family was so integrated into the show? And it really became their persona was to be these family wholesome people just flipping houses, 
doing good in the world, making me quite happy? No, I knew that. Very similar to Harry, Prince Harry, and Meghan Markle. There are bigger plans. God has bigger plans. TV executives have bigger plans. Chip and Joanna soon will be launching their own network, Magnolia, I think it's going to be called, with Discovery, who's doing a big push into digital streaming. I noticed everybody's like, oh, stream all these shows on Discovery. True crime, you got me. Fine. If that's the place to go to watch it, I will. They have a killer commercial on right now that's literally like quick cuts of all the murder things that you could ever possibly want. I'm watching that on Discovery. Fine. No free plugs, but I probably will. Anyway, cooking show with Joanna, starting off with her Magnolia Table cookbook, some recipes that made Waco, Texas very popular. Um, I've been to Waco, so I feel very connected to these two. I even bought a t-shirt when I was there. Guys, I don't buy a t-shirt anywhere. Like, I could be, like, hanging out with the Queen of England, and I probably wouldn't buy a t-shirt. But I bought a t-shirt when I was at Magnolia, so that just shows that I'm there. And I get their vibe. I like it. I like the kind of, like, farmhouse, but, like, 3.0, because we know farmhouse stuff really isn't really in this year, thanks to my trend report and the Times Union. But I'm going to watch her cooking show. I'm not really a cooking show person. I like The Bachelor's Chop on Two Buttons Deep. But that's about it. That's a quick seven-minute clip. I watch some of these early morning cooking people on Food Network, and I just fall asleep. It's just not for me, you know? But Joanna, you want to make scones? I will be here to watch you make scones. You want to make, I don't know, like a celery dip, a tzatziki sauce, a gyro, hero, whatever. I'll never say that word right or not because I don't want to, but like I really don't want to. So I'm very excited about this news. I think this is some positive television streaming that we can get behind in the year ahead. And I just know these two, they're not going anywhere. If I could see a collab next year, maybe we take Prince Harry, Meghan Markle. We take Chip and Joe, which when you think about it, there's a lot of similarities there, right? The male redhead figure, kind of fun, easygoing, jokey, whatever. The female mixed race, very strong-willed, freckles, cute as all hell, those two, Meghan Markle and Joanna. I think I just put a wonderful new idea out into the world. Girls, boys, let's collab. Harry and Meghan have their Spotify show. They're talking about giving, giving back. Who has given back more to the city of Waco, Texas, which was previously known as the, oh God, what was it? What was that show? The bombing, the the David Koresh, the, the cult. That's what Waco was known for back in the early 90s. Chip and Joe turned it around, brought a lot of economic development, a lot of restaurant patrons, tourists to the city of Waco. Who better to tell that story than the royals? Oh my God, the ex-royals. If I could put this into the universe, if I could become a casting director or a talent agent in the near future, I'm saying that's the collaboration that I want to see. Last but not least, this is kind of very random, weird celebrity news, and it's really about influencers, which is a word that makes me just cringe per my earlier conversation about Instagram. There are two Instagram influencers that are now feuding. It's the baby battle of the baby names, I'm calling it. We have Jessica Hart and Sasha Benz, who both 
have now recently, in the last three years, named their new babies. Moment of silence. Baby. Sasha's baby is named baby B-A-Y-B-I. Now this other influencer, Jessica, three years later, more recently, named her baby Baby. Now these two are going at it and saying, you stole my name, you're doing it to spite me. How could you steal my name Baby for my baby, Baby? When I saw this last night as I was scrolling, I think I actually hit the save button because I needed to look more into this. I'm all for weird names. I'm all for creative names. I'm all for literal names. But naming your baby baby might be the least creative baby name. My thing when it comes to names is how is that going to sound when you're 40? How is it going to sound with a precursor like aunt, auntie, grandma, missus, auntie baby? Grandma, baby, I mean, are you putting your kids through that kind of life? And then are you publicizing it, fighting with someone else that was actually just as unoriginal and, um, I'm not going to say silly, but maybe I'll say silly. Why are you naming your baby, baby? We can call anybody baby. Do you know how much confusion that is going to cause in the general marketplace of life? How many times do I call my puppy upstairs baby? By the way, we're calling him my puppy now. Sorry, mom, but we're hanging out a lot, me and Jet. How many times do you call your boyfriend baby? How many times do you call your other boyfriend baby once you break up with that boyfriend? How many times do you call your multiple kids baby? How many times do you say baby in just general conversation? I mean, unless you have the lyrics to Justin Bieber's baby all over this kid's crib, you know, their walls, their, their statement wall and their little accent wall in their room. I don't know that that word could just mean so much to you that you want to, A, change the spelling. Hello, Sasha. B-A-Y-B-I. We know how most of us feel about names that end in I. No offense, but girls, let's take it off Instagram. Let's see if we could just erase the pencil on that birth certificate. Think of a name change. Go middle name, baby, if you have to. Go middle name baby. See if I care. First name baby? The baby battle of the baby names. I'm just, I'm not sure that I can support that. And the fact that I didn't even know these two influencers, maybe this is making a little bit too much press on my feed than it should be. But I think we just need to think a little bit more thoughtfully about what we're naming babies in 2021. If I could put that out into the universe as well. Second to the... uh the redhead brown hair collab of our favorite celebs because that's more important. All right, girls, how are we feeling? I need some water. I'm feeling pretty good. I'm hoping, hoping this is working because my God, it's taken a lot of energy in cutting into my getting ready time in the morning because yes, I am heading back to work in the worst of the pandemic. Can you believe someone in Saratoga County has this new strain? My God, it's making me sweat. I mean, that news and the selfie light and the Google light and the lights that I have on myself here. Hopefully my complexion looks good because we're fresh out of the shower, fresh out of a little SPF glow screen from Supergoop, one of my favorite products. Speaking of products, the last topic I want to talk about today, it's very important. Not only is winter turtleneck season, as we know, 
By the way, quick turtleneck tip, okay? My new turtleneck thing, as you saw in the last episode, we are going full-blown 90s. Don't even say Princess Diana. Am I always so British-inspired? Maybe. It's my heritage. Anyway, turtleneck underneath a sweater, underneath a crew neck, underneath a hoodie. I am thrilled that I think this looks good. I thought one day, I'm going to be a little 90s mom. I'm going to do it. I'm living the mom life. And I loved it. I did it the other day with my sweatsuit. Might do it today when I go to work. Who knows? Side note, turtleneck season is the reason I am cheesing and not breezing. Second of all, it is also chapstick season. But girls and boys, we've moved well beyond chapstick. We all make a little bit too much money to be buying chapstick. We just got a $600 stimulus check for F's sake. We don't need chapstick anymore. Though, I will say, in a pinch, it's reliable. It works. You can just toss it right on your lips, even though I prefer the finger method these days anyway. All right. Oh, I hope you can't see anything down there. Anyways, I will be ranking today on the Buttonista podcast my top three Glossier bomb.coms. Why is this important? A, because I'm a big Glossier fangirl. Been using it for about three years now. I have tried every single one of their products without fail. I now have three Glossier sweatshirts. Glossier sweatshirts brought me back into hoodies, which are now worn over turtlenecks. And bomb.com is one of their signature products. Only $12. That's a steal. It honestly will last you probably six months, honestly, if you keep one in every corner of your life like I do. But recently, as much as I love their products, I realized there are bomb.com heroes and there are bomb.com zeros. They have like, I don't know, eight or nine flavors. I've had them all, as I said. My top three, though, if you're going to go invest in the primary, premier lip balm of the winter season, here we go. I'll start at the bottom. I'll start at my number three. Number three, oh God, should I change my mind? No, I'll I'll do this. Number three is the original. The original bomb.com is unscented, untinted. It's old reliable. It's old faithful. It comes in the sets that you can buy there. No free ads, but I really love this stuff, so I'm telling you, okay? And most of you probably have it, so it's fine anyway. Um, Bomb.com Plane is the one that you need in your car. It's the one that you need when you think you've lost it and you dig to the bottom of your bag and it's still there. It is the one that you will find yourself squeezing to the very end way more tooth and nail then you would fight for your toothpaste. Your toothpaste, you probably throw out when it's halfway done. Your plainbomb.com, it is so reliable. It is so there for you. You will be with it, and it will be with you until the very end. So if you want to just try it out, you want to play it safe, go plain. No frills, no big expectations. It is what it is. Number two, mint. The mintbomb.com, again, untinted. I think this is important. Because I'll explain at the end why this is important, the untinted. Mint is that one when your lips are chapped, when you are upset with yourself that you've gone so long without chapstick that you're getting a little bit white, you're getting those lines, and you need a quick fix, and you need it to feel good when it hits your lips. You need it to feel good. Mintbomb.com. The blue and the mint green packaging, love it. Big fan of the packaging overall. That's why I have three hoodies for F's sake. Mint has that cooling tone when it hits your lips, 
you're like, okay, I'm safe. I'm on the road to recovery. My lips are going to be as good as ever underneath this mask so nobody sees my lips anyways. But it does matter. It does matter. Mintbond.com is the one that you need after you've maybe, oh God, do I say it? Hit the slopes? You went skiing? You went tubing? You went, uh, what's that other? A snowboarding? This would be a nice one for the mountain. This would look good with your little, uh, you know, pom-pom hat. It would be good to just immediately cool, refresh you, make you feel like your lips are going to be as good as new as if it were a watermelon sugar July, right? My number one though, it's kind of the best of both worlds, coconutbomb.com is my favorite, bomb.com, to try, it is the bomb.com. Coconut is creamy, smooth, untinted, slightly scented, and it just feels soft. It has this like soft, buttery feel that this is the one that I stock up on. This is the one that I only have, you know, not just in my bag, but in my medicine cabinet in my makeup bag, in my purse. So two bags here we're talking. That's how good coconut is for my life. And that's why I would put it at the top of the list of bomb.coms to try. You can do a trio where you try the Botanista's top three. I do have a code for 10% off, by the way. I could share that. Jack can share that because it's important, especially if you want, you know, the luscious lips of a winter that I think you want and I know you want and need. The reason why my top three GlossierBomb.coms are all untinted though, some scented, mostly untinted, is that I recently purchased the special edition fig one. And I'm not a makeup artist, okay? I'm not the one that's going to be posting tutorials for you guys to see because I just like to keep it pretty plain and simple when it comes to the makeup. You know, skin is in, right? I just try to focus on that. So I bought the fig one because I have to try them all. Fig was the latest flavor. Is it called a flavor? Does that even make sense? I mean, I guess you can kind of taste it. Whatever. I just like put it on like in a pinch, you know, whenever, sitting on the couch, in between activities, before I go out to a restaurant. But if I'm home lounging and I put it on, I'll go in the mirror like 20 minutes later and I look like the Joker. I literally look like the Joker or that other guy, Heath Ledger. What's he? Was he the Joker too? What was that? Yeah, they're all jokers. I don't know. It is all around my lips. I look like I just ate a bowl of like purple jelly. Am I that irresponsible? I don't know how to just put a little bit of lip balm on my lips and only apply it around the affected area. What is going on? I cannot trust myself with a tint. If you can, great. I appreciate you. Feel free to try all the tinted flavors, styles, colors, whatever you want to call it. But this is the advice that I want you to know and feel when you go outside and you brace the elements. I want everyone, I want everyone in the world to have a bomb.com in their hands. I want you to take a small portion of that stimulus check, if you can spare it, of course. Maybe the 2K is coming soon. I want you to invest in some bomb.com. Dare I say, try the Botanista Trio. It's not a bad idea. All right, we're going to close it out here with some very exciting information that pertains to Miller Lite. Now, trust me, there is no Miller Lite in this cup right now, I promise. That would be very inappropriate. I have to go to work soon and put my talents to another level, you know, to a paying job, as I say. There's no Miller Lite in here. 
But there is a Miller Lite contest coming up on Two Buttons Deep where we want to find the best singer, songwriters, performers, musicians in the great upstate, the capital region. And we want to give them, one of them, $500, a free year of Miller Lite, and maybe to the first and second prize winner or second prize winner, a Miller Lite guitar. How cool is that? I don't even know how to play a guitar, but I would proudly display a Miller Lite guitar in my home, of course. Anyway, stay tuned for an all-new Miller Lite contest coming out on TwoButtonsDeep.com where we are going to be sourcing videos, applications from the best musicians that are down on their luck, that are missing live music and performing. Miller Lite, they want to bring live music back in 2020. One, I keep saying 2020. We're over that, please. We want to bring live music back in 2021 with a contest that will give all of these artists a chance to raise money on their Venmo, their cash apps, show their skills in a showcase presented by Two Buttons Deep. We're going to have hosts. We're going to have ads. We're going to have fun. We're going to have music. It's going to be a whole live Facebook event that we put on at the end of the month after we narrow these submissions down to a top 10. So if any Buttonista listeners, friends, cousins, parents, I don't care. I always said, bring your uncle on the show. If he's not that weird, if he knows how to sing, have someone you know submit to this contest when we launch it. It will be at some point this week, so keep an eye out. Maybe if this you know video turned out appropriate, we will be using this as a clip to promote it and spread the word, but I figured that is an appropriate way to talk about Miller Lite at now 7 o'clock in the morning, you know? It's not in this cup, I promise. That is the Buttonista 2021, starting off with a bang. Harry Styles, Prince Harry, Chip and Joanna, Meghan Markle, let's collab. That's all I'm going to say. I'll see you next week.